0: Catholic Answers. Catholic.com KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth
1: Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Thank you for joining me this week on We Sing Our Faith. It is always such a wonderful opportunity to get to spend this time together with all of you, and this week I want to share some wonderful news. Um, I've been alluding over the past couple of weeks that there is a new project in the works, and this week I'm able to uh, talk about it just a little bit more. There is a new book and some new music coming out in the next few months, and the book is the working title, which I think is going to stick, is called Savior and Sustenance. So today we're going to take an amazing journey into what it means to really live inside of a Eucharistic relationship with Christ. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who is also our sustenance. He is Lord and at the same time lover of our souls. And it is just an amazing gift that we are able to come to this most beautiful, intimate embrace with him whenever we approach the Eucharistic banquet. And one of the the focuses and why I'm even writing the book, I mean, there's so many amazing books out there already about the Eucharist, the theology behind um, the teachings of our faith, but It's that personal relationship that I'm going to be talking about in the book and then inviting everyone who reads it for their own input. It's going to be an amazing project. Um, But the very first song that I want to go to today is one by Chris Mulia. And the reason that I'm bringing this into a program that is focused on Jesus Christ as Savior and sustenance in the Eucharist is that he is Savior. He is both Savior and sustenance. And if we do not claim Him as Savior, which means we have to acknowledge our own sinfulness and then come to Him to be saved, um, we really can't approach the Eucharistic banquet with any type of real um, acknowledgement of who we are receiving. And so I want to begin today with Chris Mulia's song, I Need a Savior.
2: we well,
1: the music with such a a beautiful intimacy in his own relationship with Christ inviting us to that type of relationship with our lord and there's a beautiful old prayer of our faith and it's the anima christi And I love the Anima Christi whenever we are talking about the Eucharist, because it gives the most beautiful description of who and why we are receiving the Eucharist, that Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior literally gave his life for us. And to do that, to bring us this beautiful reality of salvation, that we know when we close our eyes in death someday we are going to go either to our lord or not for all eternity and he came that his body and blood might be broken and shed for us as the lamb of atonement and that his passion can strengthen us because we know what he went through for us that beautiful precious water that flowed forth from his side after he was crucified, the beautiful symbol of the, of the baptism and and reconciliation, washing us of our sin. And then all of those beautiful reminders that he keeps us safe from the attacks of the evil one until someday we are with him singing his praise and glory and honor for all eternity in that beautiful communion of saints. Now, This weekend, as you go to Mass and you are ready to receive him in the precious gift of the sacrament, I hope the words of this prayer will resonate with you. It's the Anima Christi and me, your host, Julie Carrick. I have the privilege of singing this for you now. those rare prayers of our faith that is anonymous. We don't really know who the writer of that prayer is, but it's one that has been handed down for centuries in every language on the planet. And I just love knowing that we can connect with him in real personal terms when we ponder him through a prayer like the Anima Christi and as we continue along in the program today i want to go to a song with connie salazar and it's the song in this place because we as very broken people and i don't care how perfect your life is there is something in each and every one of our lives that is broken that is in need of the savior that is in need of coming to be with him and when we enter into this incredible, beautiful, holy space, when we come to mass, and we are in that place acknowledging our brokenness and coming before the throne of our God who is just waiting to embrace us, He is waiting there to love us um, one of the one of the chapters in the new book. Um, I've had the privilege of interviewing a number of bishops and priests from around the world. And one of my favorite lines is from a dear friend, Father Killian McCaffrey, when he says, God's greatest pleasure is to pardon us. And he takes that from a book about St. Therese, where she was speaking about the love and the mercy and the beauty of God, but that his greatest pleasure is is to pardon us. And so when we come to this place to encounter God and to spend this time with him in the Mass and then in that deep, intimate Eucharistic embrace, that very place that we gather is so holy and so lovely, and it has such a beautiful purpose. And so um, as we come as hungry children to be fed, Let's take a few moments, as Connie Salazar will really encourage us today with this beautiful song, In This Place. Connie, for sharing your gift of of music, the gift of your heart, as you love the Lord so much, and through your music and ministry, inviting us to him. Now, the next song I want to go to is one more from my repertoire, and this is a very ancient, old, old hymn, um, but there are so many moments in this song, and it's the, the old hymn at that first Eucharist. And that reminder of the institution of the Eucharist in the upper room, at that first Eucharist, Lord, before you died, you prayed that all would be one in you. And I think our world is so far away from that right now. There is so much division. There is so much brokenness. There are so many who have walked away from the faith just seeking some type of different ideology that that is going to make them feel whole when the reality is that shape of our heart that that little spot in our heart can only be filled with jesus he has given each and every one of us a perfect little shape in our heart that only he can fill and in that eucharistic banquet when he comes to refresh us and to restore us and to sanctify us and to invite us into the deep and personal relationship with him that began in the upper room and from the upper room we know that on that beautiful sacrificial evening he went out to the garden of gethsemane where he literally sweated blood because he knew what was coming next he instituted the eucharist And then he physically went to be the lamb of atonement for us and not to just forgive us of our sins, but to remain with us, to be with us so that no matter what we face this side of heaven, we know that we are not alone. That's what this song is about. And in the last verse, we pray that those who have wandered from the fold will come back to the good shepherd who is waiting there to embrace And welcome us home. Let's take a few moments as I have the privilege of singing for you now at that first Eucharist. just joined us today on we sing our faith i am your host catholic recording artist mission presenter and author julie carrick it is always such a privilege to spend this time with you and of course for information about each and every one of the artists whose music and ministry we share each and every week please visit wesingourfaith.org wesingourfaith.org that's the site The toll free number is 1-888-880-6874 and we are here to connect you and to also receive your prayer intentions so that our prayer teams around the country can lift up your needs for yourself and for your loved ones. Now, as we continue in this journey today of this beautiful, intimate relationship with Christ and talking more about how he is truly our savior and our sustenance, I want to go to a song with Kitty Cleveland. Um, Kitty is a dear friend of mine. She's a dear, dear friend and partner with us in ministry here at Carrick Ministries. And I know she has been to so many of your parishes around the country. And the beauty of her song, God Will Provide, I love this. He He literally provides all of our need. And I love the analogy in this song where, where she t- um, takes that word of scripture where it says, Consider the lilies of the field, how God clothes them, and not one sparrow falls from the sky without God's notice, and yet he loves us so much more then the the flowers or the grass of the fields or the birds, and those will be thrown onto the fire someday and, and just gone. And yet we are invited into an eternal life with him. He provides everything that we need. And in the most real and tangible sense, the provision of him as our sustenance in the Eucharist is such an amazing gift. So wherever you are listening today, Let's take a few moments now as Kitty Cleveland sings for us, God will provide. I think of the way that um, that God does provide you know through the through the lives of the saints who have gone before us, we have this real and true um, story of salvation. We see the saints, you know, uh, Monica, I love Monica. She prayed so earnestly for her family and, you know, her incredible son who himself became this incredible saint and doctor of the church. When we think of St. Augustine, you know, a mama's heart was heard as God heard the supplication of her heart and not only saved her son, but elevated him to sainthood This very broken man who, through the Eucharistic embrace, came back to God. And I think of St. Thomas Aquinas. I love St. Thomas Aquinas. And in the new book, you're going to hear some amazing parts of his teaching just kind of woven throughout the chapters. And one of my favorite prayers of St. Thomas Aquinas is the prayer that he invites everyone to pray before Mass before we come to the Eucharistic banquet in order to get ourselves in that right mindset and in the right soul set, right? This is his prayer. Almighty and eternal God, behold, I come to the sacrament of your only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. As one sick, I come to the physician of life, unclean to the fountain of mercy, blind to the light of eternal splendor, poor and needy to the Lord of heaven and earth. Therefore I beg you, through your infinite mercy and generosity, heal my weakness, wash my uncleanness, give light to my blindness, enrich my poverty, and clothe my nakedness. May I thus receive the bread of angels, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, with such reverence and humility, contrition and devotion, purity and faith, purpose and intention, as shall aid my soul's salvation. Grant, I beg you, that I may receive not only the sacrament of the body and blood of our Lord, but also its full grace and power. Give me the grace. Most merciful God, to receive the body of your only Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, born of the Virgin Mary, in such a manner that I may deserve to be intimately united with his mystical body and to be numbered among his members. Most loving Father, grant that I may behold for all eternity face to face your beloved Son, whom now On my pilgrimage, I am about to receive under the sacramental veil, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, world without end. Amen. I love the writings of St. Thomas Aquinas. What an incredible bounty of, um, of love he shares through the way that he invites us to approach our God in the most intimate union. And one of the songs that we're working on right now um, with a music video for this new project is the song that I wrote, Can My Heart Conceive? And it's one that I wrote literally standing on the rim, the south rim of the Grand Canyon. And as I stood on the rim looking into the incredible beauty of God's creation, And I'm watching everyone stand on the rim, you know, trying to catch one picture of the Grand Canyon on their phones. And I'm thinking to myself, you can no sooner capture the entire Grand Canyon in one photo any more than you could capture and hold all of God. And as I was thinking that, he snuck into my thoughts and into my heart. And he said, Julie, except in the Eucharist, in the Eucharist. All of me, 100% of me, is fully present as you give me 100% of yourself. And from that came the song, Can My Heart Conceive.
0: Ranger in the barn, through the chalice to the cross, by way of Calvary, I thank you, Lord, for coming into me. Can my heart conceive what senses fail to fathom? What senses fail to fathom Can my soul contain
1: singing that one and the images that we're going to be filming at the rim of the canyon along with some of these beautiful incredibly just holy sites of the eucharistic miracles is all going to be part of this beautiful music video for the song can my heart conceive so if you are interested more in uh, learning more about the project um, savior and sustenance the new book please visit that same site WeSingOurFaith.org and click on the link for Julie Carrick and that'll take you directly to this new project that's being worked on. Now we have just a um, couple of more songs to get to today and this one by Michael Poirier, Bread of Life. I love Michael's heart. I love the simplicity honestly and the way that this man approaches music. He and his guitar and sitting with our Lord in Eucharistic adoration and just listening to the heart of Jesus, listening to the heart of the people who are present there in those hours of Eucharistic adoration, bringing Christ their heart, bringing him their their joys, their sorrows, their needs, and the things that just allow them to rejoice in gratitude, all of those things that are brought before the Lord and then the way that Michael just takes those and crafts the beauty of this into these lovely and intimate reflections and songs. The song Bread of Life is one of those. So as we listen to Michael sing this one today, again, I'm just going to invite you to to bring to the Lord your heart and invite the Lord into this deep and intimate place in your life. So that whether you are in the church or in your car driving to work or sitting at the table with your family before dinner or sitting in the living room, just having a conversation as husband and wife, or maybe maybe you live a solo life. You're a single holy person and you can look into the different spaces in your home and realize that you are not alone because God is with you. The bread of life who lives inside of us when we approach that beautiful Eucharistic banquet, and then we carry him with us. Let's take a few moments now as Michael sings for us, Bread of Life. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. And now the song that's going to take us to the top of the hour, um, the song Eucharistic Grace. This is one of those that I have such a privilege of singing with my husband. And in the very beginning, as we share one of these beautiful old um, 17th century poems, um, it's this, it's a wonderful, wonderful book, um, the 17th century poets of the Catholic Church. And a lot of the poetry in here is really steeped in the Eucharist. And so to look at the words of these incredible writers, many of whom are, are saints, um, and the way that they approach the beauty of this incredible invitation that we have to receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. It's an amazing thing. Um, And our world right now needs this. We need to be sharing more and more of the beauty and the truth of who we receive in the Eucharist. Not what, not a piece of bread, not a sip of wine, but the living body and blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. That's who we receive, not what we receive. And more than ever in our world right now, as we look at the things like the Pew Research, that's saying things like 29% of self-proclaimed Catholics believe that who they receive in the Eucharist is Jesus. If you go deeper into that study, what we learn from it, it is not 29%. Of Catholics believe if you look at the deeper part of that study it is much higher to 67% of those believe who regularly every week or daily go to mass but then those who drop down to the once or twice a year as I like to refer to them as the CEOs of the church right the Christmas and Easter only folks love them there are brothers and sisters in Christ But if you don't spend that time on a regular basis with someone, how do you take him or her at his word? And so for those who go once or twice a year, that number drops drastically down to that 29%. Now for those who claim to be Catholic but never darken the doors of the church, those numbers sit closer to 13%. So what we learn in this study is the more time we spend with the Lord by approaching the Eucharistic banquet, coming to Mass, going to Eucharistic Adoration. That's how we come to know that who we receive in the Eucharist truly is Jesus Christ under the appearance of bread and wine. And it was pondering that one day as I sat in Eucharistic Adoration with my husband that I looked into the beauty of Jesus through that luna, through that little glass window in the monstrance that holds his precious body and blood. And as I looked into his face that day and begged that question, God, why would you do this for me? How can I receive you, you who the heavens themselves cannot contain, and I am so unworthy to even approach, and yet you love me so much that you are willing to be the Lamb of Sacrifice? the Lord of Lords and King of Kings for me. That's what this next song is all about. Let's take a few moments as Kurt Carrick and myself have the privilege of singing for you now, Eucharistic Grace.
3: For they shall pierce my side, I full well know, that as sin came, so sacraments might flow.
1: Who knows not love, let him assay, and taste that juice which on the cross a pike did set again a brooch, then let him say, if he ever did taste the like, Love is that liquor, sweet and most divine, which my God feels as blood, but I taste as wine.
3: for your freedom For your freedom
1: Thank you for taking this time with me. It is always such a privilege to spend this hour with you. And, of course, again, that site to learn more about each and every one of the artists whose music and ministry we share, it is WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org, that's the site. The toll-free number, again, is 1-888-880-6874, and we are here to connect you. And I'm going to just ask that you would please keep me in prayer over these next couple of months as I finish the writing portion of the book and we move to the editing process. And if you are so called to join with us in this ministry and would like to make a tax deductible donation toward the project of the recording of the music and the music videos, that can also be done at that same site where you click on the link for Carrick Ministries Foundation, which is a 501c3 nonprofit. So if you are so called to join us in this beautiful work of ministry, please take a few moments and go to that site. And for everyone, remember the link is also there to give us your prayer requests. That is so important. As we ask you to pray for us, we want to pray for you. Now, until next week, may God bless you and keep you.
0: your 24-hour-a-day source of Catholic inspiration. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul.
3: Are you looking for a job or for career advice? All Saints Catholic Church of Dallas Career Ministry wants to help support your career management. They are looking for individuals who want to be mentored in a certain career, as well as those who wish to mentor for a career. In addition, a weekly accountability group for job seekers is available on Wednesdays at noon via Zoom. To join in on the career ministry program, contact career ministry at allsaintsdallas.org.
1: Hi, this is Aaron Brown, the creator of truenorthreading.com and Aquinas Writing Advantage, the middle and high school writing program with homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider and a sponsor of this station. Come meet with me and fellow students online for live and recorded courses, or join in courses like Apologetics with Tim Staples, or Literature with Joseph Pierce, or any of the other 400 plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com. It's Catholic online learning available for your family today.
0: Wow, it's been three days and no sign of Siso around the office. I'm beginning to get concerned. Hi, Dave. Sissel, where are you?
1: I'm on vacation at the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe. You know that.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. I just want to let you know that we only have a couple of weeks left to get tickets for the Summer Speaker Series event on August 5th with Father John Ricardo. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And I guess you'd like everyone to know that they should visit summerspeakerseries.com to get their tickets, and the tickets are selling fast.
0: Exactly. Have a great rest of your vacation, Sissel. We miss you. Bring me back a souvenir. Man, payback is so much fun. All of us at KTH 910 AM thank Porter's Army, Navy, and Irving for their sponsorship of the August 5th Summer Speaker Series event with guest speaker Father John Ricardo. Owners Steve and Cindy Porter have been longtime supporters of the Guadalupe Radio Network. They invite you to visit Porter's Army, Navy, located at 600 East Irving Boulevard in Irving and see more at their website, portersarmynavy.com. They hope you'll join them August 5th by buying your tickets at summerspeakerseries.com. K-A-T-H.